So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. What's up, everybody? It's Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, Man, I'm batch recording, and I am under the weather, and I just had a shot of like this gnarly garlic orange concoction. I don't know if any of you guys have done this before. I guess garlic has like antibacterial properties, and then orange juice has vitamin C, so it's helpful apparently for your immunity. So my wife just made me some gnarly concoction, and I feel stunned a little bit. I'm like kind of energized and kind of disgusted by what just took place. So um, (laughs) I'm really, I'm reeling a little bit, but um, I'm going to lock in here and we are going to get into uh, really, really important content. Also today, not while I'm recording this, but today, the day you're listening to this is my birthday. I am turning 32 or I guess I am 32 as you listen to this. And um, man, absolutely crazy. Another year in the books. Um, thank you to those of you who have just been supporting me this last year. This was one of the most incredible years of my life. I mean, we moved to Jamaica, uh, deep clean has grown considerably. I launched a book, um, and have just, have made it to places and been able to do things. I, I just never thought would have been possible a few short years ago. It's amazing what God can do in your life in a very, very short amount of time. And I, I know it, if it's true for me, it's going to be true for you as well. And so uh, thank you to all of you guys, all of you who have listened. You've made this one of the best years of my life. Um, it's funny. I, I was um, at a business mastermind recently and um, it, I, I hear people talking about podcasting. Um, there's not tons of podcasters in our group, actually, which is a bit surprising. Um, but I'm like, I'm getting on their case. I'm like, bro, you need to start a podcast. Like podcasting has just changed so much for me, but it's interesting because a lot of people talk about podcasts as like, yeah, I think I might give it a shot or like, it's kind of a tool for them to network or whatever. But, um, and and that's fine. Like there's nothing wrong with that. But I, I'm like, I think I'll be podcasting the rest of my life. I mean, who knows how the landscape is going to change. Uh, I'm not, I'm not committing to that statement, but I love podcasting. And, um, like I said, you guys have just made this such an amazing experience this last year. So thank you for listening. Thanks for just giving me the light of day a couple minutes here every day. I so appreciate it. And man, it's only going to get better. Uh, We're going to have better guests. We're going to have deeper content, more impactful content, and I'm excited for you guys to be part of it. Uh, Today, we're talking about a a subject that really, um, it, it just, it's been coming up a lot and I've already talked about it on the podcast, but you know, we're on episode 279 here. And I know that sometimes it's hard to go back through the archives and find the stuff you need. And, um, you know, one day we'll probably organize all this a little bit better. But in the meantime, um, I just thought, you know what, let's do an up-to-date version on this topic. And we haven't actually spent a full episode talking about this alone. We've just kind of sprinkled it in some of our other content. But uh, we're talking about something that your wife must hear while she while you are recovering. A lot of guys mess this up. A lot of guys mess this up. And um, I can honestly say that if you're in a relationship, so maybe you're not even married, but if you're dating or you're engaged, I guarantee you that if you do this, 
your your relationship will improve if you guys are having sex you'll have more sex i guarantee it if you are um you know struggling to connect emotionally you will start connecting emotionally if you feel like trust has been broken trust will come back if you do this one thing now this one thing is counterintuitive because when you are struggling with addiction when you are struggling with something cyclical you tend to be very conscious of the cycle you tend to be conscious of your slips and they start to dominate your consciousness. It's interesting to me that a lot of people are so concerned about not watching porn that they actually make it the focus of their day. It's like, okay, I can't watch porn today. And it's like, dude, if that is your goal today, if that's your focus, you lost. Game over. You're doing it wrong. That should not be the focus. If that is the focus of the day, you might, I was going to say you might as well watch porn. That's a little bit strong. But it's, it's, you're not doing yourself any favors because you're occupying your time and your mental and emotional energy with something that is totally destructive. Instead, you want to concentrate on what's ahead. That should be your focus. What are the things I need to do today that are going to make my life better, that are going to improve my self-confidence, that are going to help me show up better at work, at home, and wherever else you may be involved. That's where our focus is. That's what the goal is. And that's why your wife should not just be hearing about when you relapse or when you slip. See, we become so conscious, so over-focused on our shortcomings that we start to bleed them out to our loved ones. It's like, yeah, I slipped again. Yeah, I slept again. Yeah, I had a relapse again. You know, we have someone in our um, community who is doing this early on and his, his wife is just going like, well, why are we together? Like, what are, is this all you do with your time? And of course it's not, right? It's not all he does with his time. This guy was slipping like maybe once a week. So that means six days of the week, no slips. Was his wife hearing about it? Apparently not. All she's hearing about is the relapses, the failures. So the one thing that your wife must hear while you recover is your victories. She needs to hear about your breakthroughs. She needs to hear about what you are learning and how you are growing. Because that is the real story here. Your weekly relapse is a boring subplot. Let's can it. Focus on the growth points. Now, I actually, I do need to take that back. We're not going to can it, but we're not going to give it the main headline. It's not front page news. What's more interesting is your growth and your development. That's what she needs to hear about. Like, if you really want to take this, I, I would say take five minutes every day. Hey, sweetheart, I just need five minutes every day to tell you one thing that I've been learning or one thing I've been growing in my area of recovery. Some days it's going to be super small. You're going to be probably scraping the bottom of the barrel. And other days, you're going to be overflowing with all kinds of breakthroughs and insights and ideas. She needs to hear those. Because otherwise, the story that she's going to form in her head is all about how much you're failing. How all you do is relapse. How any spare moment you get, you choose to go watch porn or masturbate or whatever it might be. And that is absolutely devastating. And more so, it's untrue. It's painting a false picture of what's really going on. 
So your wife must hear about your growth. She must hear about your development. She must hear about the small victories. She is not looking for some grandiose, over-the-top experience of breakthrough every single time you share with her. Don't wait until then. Those moments will come. But let her hear about the in-betweens. This is going to build trust. This is going to foster a deeper sense of intimacy. And this is going to paint a much more accurate picture of what's really going on. Now, when you slip, you can talk to her about that as well. I'm not saying ignore those. I'm not saying we sweep those under the rug and make sure that, you know, we just present this polished picture. I got everything under control when really you're still struggling. Not at all. But look, if you're struggling once a week, then that means that, um, you know, what's, uh, what's the percentage here? Let's do this. If you're struggling once a week, that means that 86% of the time that you share with her, she should be hearing about victories, breakthroughs, discoveries, revelations, insights, and positive changes that you're making to your life. And if you, if you share, if you actually give her an accurate picture of what's really going on, things will change not just in your relationship, things will change in you. Because the stories that we tell other people about us matter. They deeply matter. Those become the stories that we tell ourselves when no one is around. So this is going to crystallize your image or your picture of what's really going on. This is why we have, we have people have a spotter. And your spotter, um, in case you don't know, uh, that's kind of our equivalent of an accountability partner. But the focus when you meet with your spotter is not, yeah, I slipped and here's what I'm going to do differently. And yeah, I just need to start praying more, man. I just need to up my game here. I just need to, you know, dial in a bit more, get focused. That's not what a spotter. Excuse me, that's not what a spotter is for. A spotter is there to do life with, to share about the successes and the victories, the ups and the downs, to give a comprehensive snapshot of your life. Because the story you tell him is the story that you will tell yourself. And the more accurate it is, the better. The quickly, the more quickly you'll grow. The more accurately you can pinpoint the real issues at hand and come up with a suitable solution. But if the story you're telling yourself is distorted from reality, then your solutions are useless no matter how great they sound. So this part's really important, guys. I hope you're getting this. You must be sharing the victories. You must be sharing the successes. You must be sharing the breakthroughs. Even if they're microscopic, let her know. Invite her in. Help her see how you are growing and changing and improving. Help her see the effort that you're making so that she's not just hearing about when you failed the last time. Hey, I relapsed again. I'm sorry. And if you do this, if you, I, I want to I actually challenge you. If you're married and you're recovering, I want to challenge you to do this every single day for 30 days. If you did this every single day for 30 days, I guarantee you, you will see a change in your relationship and you'll probably see an improvement in your recovery as well. Share with your wife. Let her in. Let her know these aspects. So that's everything for today, guys. I want to thank you so much for listening. And look, if you are a married man and maybe you're sick of just doing this on your own, you know that you need some help. You know that you can't keep hurting your wife. You know that uh, maybe this is going to end in divorce if you're not careful. And that a divorce is going to be a lot more costly than you investing to get some help right now. 
I want you to go to thelastrelapsebook.com. You're going to get a copy of my book. And as you, after you fill in the form, we just asked for your email address so that we can send the book to you. After you fill in that form, you're going to get redirected to a training where I explain my system. And if that system looks like what you need, then you can book a call with me and we'll talk a little bit more about it and we'll see if you're a good fit. I would love for you to do that. I would love to see your marriage healthy. I would love to see you healthy. And you can begin that journey today at the last relapse book. Thank you guys so much for listening. Have an amazing day. We'll talk to you very soon. Take care. Bye-bye. Lesson for you and I, which is that if we want to kind of fight cravings, what we need to do is enlarge the gap. It might mean that when you are when you when you have a craving, that you immediately stand up and you go for a walk. Could be just a, a one-minute walk and you count 60 steps. Could be as simple as that. It doesn't have to be anything complicated. But it's just having something that that enlarges the gap so that you can get perspective again. So that you can say, no, you know what? I don't really want that. I don't really want that. Because that's what was happening with this guy. He was doing his 10 sit-ups, his 10 push-ups. And afterwards, he was like, yeah, I don't want that. I don't want the snack anymore. I don't want the junk food. And and the same can be true of you. Now, the second thing is, um, is heal your heart. Okay, this is crazy. But when you become a healthier person on an emotional level, okay, you go through healing, maybe some trauma counseling, whatever it might be. When your heart gets healthy, you start to manage cravings very differently. You are no longer ruled by them. You rule them. And that's a big difference. Okay. So the first thing we want to do is we want to enlarge the gap between stimulus and response. I gave you a couple examples. There's tons of other ways to do it as well, but that's a really practical one in the moment. Okay. The second thing is that we want to heal our heart so that um, it's not, that's not really about in the moment. That's so that those moments are fewer and farther between. You see what I mean? We, we're, we're trying to do both. So when the moments come up, we want to have a strategy in place. That might mean that we just, you know, we walk up, we get out of the room, whatever it might be. But the second thing we want to do is we want to actually heal. We want to, we want to resolve those underlying roots so that when we are, um, well, yeah, so that as we heal and when we resolve the roots, that our appetites do start to change. The, sorry, let me use that word better. Uh, cravings. The cravings actually do start to change and the way we respond to them is different. Now, the third thing that you want to do to, to beware of your cravings is you want to be very careful about how you reward yourself. Be very careful about how you reward yourself. If you reward yourself with things that you crave that you normally wouldn't have, that's a very slippery slope. It's very dangerous. Okay, now in a food context, that's a little bit more obvious. It's like, well, I really shouldn't be eating so much chocolate. I crave chocolate all the time. But then, you know, you go a week and you're like, okay, well, awesome. I'm going to reward myself with some chocolate. And then you binge, right? So that same, that same kind of concept does apply in a porn addiction recovery context where it's like somebody, uh, we've actually had clients who are like, you know what? I was going so strong. I went three weeks without watching porn. And then I felt like rewarding myself and I decided to watch some porn. So you want to start paying attention to rewarding yourself in a really healthy and effective kind of way. So what we're really looking for with rewards is like I personally don't really reward myself with junk food because I have such I have such a strong sweet tooth that it just does bad things for me. It's a really good motivator, but it's not actually that fulfilling as a reward, right? It just leaves me wanting more sugar. So what we want to do is we want to start conditioning our brain to value rewards that are fulfilling. That might mean quality time with a person. Um, 
maybe it means buying something for yourself, but not something that's like just a frilly video game, but something that's meaning, that's going to add a little bit of purpose to your life. See, the, the more that we reward ourselves through ways that are fulfilling, the more we reinforce our value and we, we start to uh, wear or, or eliminate rather those other patterns of, of reward, the other patterns that would draw us to the chocolate and that kind of thing in the first place. So that's everything for today, guys. I hope this helps you. Um, I want you to know if you have an appetite, if you have cravings sexually, there's nothing wrong with you, but it's probably the product of some conditioning and it can be reversed. There's a little bit of work to be done, but you can do it. And when you do, you'll be amazed at what happens. So I wish you guys an incredible day. I want to thank you so much for listening. Have a great one. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Hey everybody, it's Sathya again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast, and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.